Welcome in, everybody, Nerdicons. We're back. Episode 26, I believe. We've been bombarding you with all the free content you can shake a stick at. We've been averaging two a week for the last few weeks since since March rolled around. Uh, we're back again this week. This is a regular episode. We've got some more special episodes on deck for you guys, some reviews and some fan casts. Uh, we think you're going to like them. We'll, we'll have a special first episode of Nerdicons Jr. coming soon. That, that'll be fun. <laughs> As always, I am your host, Russell. With me is my partner in crime, the man with no plan. Carl, say hi. Hi, guys. Still no plan, so I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> One day I'll figure it out. We're back this oh, – I already said we're back this week. You know we're back this week. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> we, we, can, we can look at the numbers and see you guys are enjoying these episodes. Some of the special episodes are doing better than our regular episodes, but it is what it is. We're having fun. We're doing, we're doing fun stuff. Uh, bringing some people on the podcast, hopefully – I haven't talked to any of them, but hopefully you guys are tech checking. If you're not already checking out their, if you we're not, you're not part of our shared audience. Hopefully you are checking out their podcasts and their stuff online, and and giving them a go. We've got we've got a a lost conversation that we have from the end of the Transformers episode that we may release here sometime in the not too distant future, but. Yeah, we've got some stuff coming on. I think I think you guys are gonna like some of the reviews we're doing. Well, it's a fun up. conversation. That little lost lost part of the episode. You guys actually got to talk about some wrestling. Yeah, the it, we could dub it the wrestling episode. So, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Carl, uh, not a lot going on this week. But what what's been going on in your world? Uh, you know, uh, worked once this week. And then quarantine, and my girl's been subjecting me to Gossip Girl. Um, I got to watch, uh, I enjoyed the movie, it's interesting. It's called Welcome to uh, Merwin with Steve Carell. It's about a gentleman that um, okay. survives a vicious attack and then, for therapeutic reasons, starts taking photos of. Um, toys and has this little fantasy story that he takes pictures of it was pretty good um uh, what else did i get to watch i watched uh jojo rabbit talk about that for a little bit um it was really really good um good story i mean taika watiti playing um jojo's imaginary friend who is Hitler. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Jojo's friend is adorable. Um, oh, it's just a good, it's just a good movie. Um, it's, it's crazy. Uh, actually, like, I, I, I'm not a big fan of her, but Rebel Wilson's in it, and she's actually hilarious in the movie. Um, I don't know. It's funny. It's heartwarming. It's sad. Um, Scarlett Johansson was great in it. Ever the case was really good. It's worth watching. I wouldn't watch it around the kids because all the Nazi stuff. But yeah, I mean you could. I mean, 
make your own judgment. Watch it, and then if you want to watch it again, you can. It's, but, uh, it did win an Oscar. He did win an Oscar for it, so. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. I, I contemplate on. I think he did. I, at least he was nominated. He might have won. I think he won something. But, I thought he um, won Best Screenplay or something. I don't know. Yeah, but um, I contemplate on actually going out and buying a DVD. Because that's like, and that's a sign of a good movie. If you want to go out and actually own the physical, tangible copy of it, then you know it's good. And I, I wouldn't mind having that in my collection. Um, what else did I watch? I think that's really about it off the top of my head. Um, my girl was also subjecting me to watching Pretty Little Lies. Are pretty little liars, which is all right. Um, that's that's not the one with Sebastian Stan. That was Gossip Girl. Sebastian Stan, Bucky. Yeah, um, I don't think he's in that one either. Um, Gossip Girl is like Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon, and they're like wives, like rich wives in Santa Cruz. And, Wait, hold on. One's HBO, one's like regular TV, I believe. Pre- okay, Pretty Little Liars was on HBO. No, that was on a- ABC Family. Now free. Okay, Family. okay, so it's not Pretty Little Liars. I got it wrong. Oh, Hold on, let me, let me. I'm looking up Reese Witherspoon. I'll find it. Big Little Lies. Yeah, there you go. There I, you I remember. Go. I remember when I was watching season eight of Game of Thrones, they had a lot of. They would before it started, they would have a pre like little commercials for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's pretty good. I mean, Nicole Kidman's character husband. Uh, you want to kill him? Yeah. Yeah, it's not for. Yeah, it's not for the faint of heart. But um. <laughs> Yeah, so I watched like three episodes of that. It's interesting. I'll probably finish it just because I want to see if I'm right. Yeah. About some stuff. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I can really recall. I mean, now and again I'll watch some Spider-Man cartoons from the '90s and X-Men. Um. That's really about it on watching stuff or entertainment-wise. Um, I started working on building a dio. Uh, tying a one twelve scale diorama for uh, toy photography. Yeah, I saw that. that. That looks good. The pavement. Yeah, yeah. Um, I started making at least the road, and then I'll I'll work on. I need some stuff in there. I have them coming in on Amazon for like tools I need, and it's like take it forever. Like uh, yeah. ordered like this giant metal ruler. I'm like, how long does it take to ship a giant metal ruler, dude? Like, what? You know. Do you have a Michaels or a AC Moore? Well, AC Moore just shut down, but do you have a Michaels near you? Yeah, but uh, they're closed because of quarantine. Are they? Yeah, I, was, I went to Home Depot to see if I can get some stuff, and yeah. there was a line a mile long because they're only letting the X amount of people in at a time. Uh... And then I was like, oh, they deliver because they have signs like, oh, we deliver. And then I looked on how much it was to deliver like materials, Yeah. and it's very light, like inexpensive materials the literally the delivery fee is 
more expensive than the price to buy the item. They like, wanted right. like $35 delivery fee. I was like, oh, forget that. See, our, our, our Michaels is doing curbside pickup, so oh. you could order it online and then drive it to the store and they'll drop it off in your car. Wow. You might want to look into that. Check their website. Yeah, I'm going to look into that. Because I I found that out when I was um, looking for those bat displays. Okay. Yeah. When I was on that starting lineup kick, which I'm still watching all that stuff. And I'm like, maybe I should buy it. Another place to check for those bat displays, too, is Hobby Lobby. Yeah, they're they're shut down though. They're not doing anything. Oh, they're not. All right. Yeah, they're completely shut down. I kind of hope they don't go out of business because of this. Because I really love Holly, uh, Hobby Lobby. Like I literally can go in there and like spend like over an hour just walking around looking st- stuff. Like. Yeah, I, I just the nearest one to me is thirty miles away. So. Yeah, the closest one to me is in my old town. It was great when it only took like 10, 15 minutes to get there, but now it takes like a half hour. So I kind of just, when I do stop in there, it's like on the way home from work before I jump on the highway because I have to pass it. Yeah, I've, 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 con- I've contemplated going into like, because I've been, what I've been, well, I'll let you finish if you, before I go into what, what my week's been. Well, I mean, really, that's really about it. You know, convincing myself I'm not hungry, I'm just bored. <laughs> um, you know, can just being antsy. So then I was like, oh, I gotta keep busy. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, let my uh, my berries drop, and I'm gonna, you know, try to start building a diet like I always wanted to. So I started that. It's gonna keep me occupied. I'm kind of like I said, I need materials, so I'm kind of like at a impasse right now. Yeah. But you, how was your week? Please. Uh, my week's been stressful to say the least. Um, just because you're around the same four, I'm I'm around the same four people day in day out, and it gets gets taxing. Yeah, especially like, with, huh? Sorry. I said I can understand that and kind of look at it as like work as like. Oh wow! I kind of wish I could go to work. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of well, grateful for the I mean, time away. Especially when the attitudes are starting to just flow like, like, like water in a river, and it's not only are am I, you know, not only are they getting on my nerves, but I'm getting on their nerves. They're getting on each other's nerves. It's. Mm-hmm. You know, this one wants to watch this. This one wants to do this. Uh, it, it's 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 nerve-wracking. So what I've been doing is, and I do this for my sanity as well for when this ends, is I've been going out. I drive my car, and I'll go like 30 minutes. I'll just drive 30 minutes. Maybe I'll go to I'll stop at a like a a big time convenience store like a Sheets. I don't know if you guys have those up in New no, Jersey or a Wawa, something like that. It's oh, like a Wawa. Okay. Um, I'll go in, you know, suit it up, whatever, buy a drink and come back home. And it's just, it's, it's therapeutic and it gets me, 
you know, I've thought about a couple times stopping in a Walmart or something, but I'm like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go toy hunting, looking for toys right now. It's just, I don't, I don't, you know, it's just to get me out of the house and get me, keep me sane. And to basically not be one of those people who are like, I have been in the house for five days. I never want to leave again because I can see that happening. And so, <laughs> and so I, uh, I've, I've been doing that and that's, that's kind of working. We got, we got, I bought a, a batting net for the kids and we took it outside the other day and we, we were, we were doing that and that was fun. Um, uh, my my ten year old's been playing um, the show on the show twenty on on the PlayStation, and now I'm looking at his band. He says like you're you're mimicking what you're seeing on the game. He's like yeah I am. It's like that's fine, do it. So he's we're doing we've been doing that. We've been getting getting outside doing that. Um, what have I watched? I mean my kids were watching for the first time in like almost three weeks they watched teen titans go today and because they they had a they they took a break from it because they wanted the cartoon network app to get some new episodes on it Mm -hmm. so they watched they binged through like three or four episodes which i'm like i can deal with this Mm. Uh, my daughter's been watching a lot of recess on disney plus And it's it's weird. I'm like, man, you, is your school like this? And they're like, no, it's they, they do a lot of stuff that's like they're mean. I'm like, yeah, I didn't think it was like that anymore. They're like the 80s. They're ta- these kids are talking about the 80s like it was last last decade or something. I was like, well, for them it was. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, I never saw recess. It's all right. I mean, it's it's it is what it is. It's. Dabney Coleman's the principal. It's it's the only probably the only person you'd recognize on the show. Oh. Um, she's been watching some other stuff. Like I, I, I think I talked about that Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn show that yes. she watched. Yeah. Um, and she's she's back into Thundermans again. So that's my daughter when she watches TV, she will watch. She's 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 good about watching stuff. My my boys really haven't been wanting to watch TV. They've been wanting to play video games. So they, they've been playing the Spider-Man game on PS4, which has driven my wife nuts. Really? It's such a great game. Well, it is a great game, but only one of them can play it at a time. Uh, and so, so that leads fighting. to, yes, leads to oh. fighting. And so my younger son has been playing the switch a lot. So he'll get on, he'll pull the switch off the, the, the carriage and start playing legend of zelda or super mario odyssey Mm. um fortunately for them and they can't hear me right now but they will be getting some new video games for their birthday because they've asked for them um which i'm kind of excited for because my younger son is getting marvel's ultimate alliance i believe he asked for that so it's a four-player game so I can play with them if they want me to. That's the one that's like kind of slightly above head, like slightly above head view. Yeah, it's it's Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order. Okay. Um, it's a four. You can play four players on the game. So, um, he's getting that, and he's also gonna get. I 
think Luigi's Mansion three because he he hates Mario, but he absolutely loves Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he he was Luigi for Halloween. He he, his favorite color is green. That's why. Oh, okay. Um, and then my oldest, I believe, I can't remember what he's getting, but he's getting two video games and. So their birthdays are basically two days apart. So. Okay. What are the What's the age difference? Three years. Oh, okay. Yeah, my oldest will be eleven. My my younger son will be eight. So. And my daughter, my daughter's six. So. She okay. she she's looking forward to the. We told her we told because my son finished Last Kids on Earth on Netflix the day it came out. So I'm like, it's like, bud, you got to spread this out. But I read the books and I want to watch this now. I was like, well, you still have to spread this out. Um, so he enjoyed that. I, I, we watched together as a family. We watched honey. I shrunk the kids today. Um, that movie doesn't hold up as well as it, I thought it would, but, it was it was interesting to see like none of the kids the four main kids in the movie did anything after that movie or or you know since really? yeah none of I mean I think there was one kid that was in something else from the 80s that you're like oh I rec- remember him from that but I don't remember huh did I come back for the sequel oh they probably did but I mean that doesn't count. <laughs> I meant something beyond that franchise. Wow. And that was one of Rick, that was one of Rick Moranis's last movies before he retired. Really? And I forgot that um Matt Frewer Max Hedrum was in that movie. He is the neighbor, right? Yeah, and um and his wife was played by the actress who played Buffy's mom in the Buffy TV show. Hmm. I didn't realize that was that was a fun little Easter. It's kind, of, it's kind of fun, funny. Like if you go back to watch an old movie like that, and yeah, see who you recognize who's like famous now, or like you just didn't know who they were then, and you're like, oh my god, that person's in this. Like, oh yeah, and you're like, oh wow, now I remember, and then you're like, now I remember why I recognize them in the other thing I love them in. Yeah. Because I always recognize Buffy's mom, but I can never place her. And then today I was like, holy crap, 20 years later, I figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so we watched that. Um, I still watch The Masked Singer. That's – I enjoy that show. I don't care what anybody says. Hey, we all have our guilty pleasures. It's not even – I don't even feel guilty about it. It's fun. It's a fun show. (laughs) That's funny. Um, but yeah, my wife painted the living room last Saturday, so I got to rearrange and we're, we're going through a lot of the DVDs and Blu-rays that we have and we're going to get rid of a lot. So that's, that's going to be, and I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm thinking I, I, the only place I know only trades for store credit for Blu-rays and DVDs, but it's, and it's like a, it's, it's a collectible shop. And there's not really anything in there I want, but there is something I want to get that I want to sell. 
because I know they're not selling it for much and I know I can turn it for at least triple digit profit. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, do I do that? And do the, you know, it's like, my wife's like, yes, you do that because that's money. Yeah. But we've nice. like, we've gone through closets, we've gone through stuff and we're like, well, we can't take anything to Goodwill. We're not going to take anything to Goodwill. So until all this stuff is over. So we've been doing a lot of cleaning and next up is the basement. And my kids are like, are we moving? Are we moving? Are we moving? Is that why we're doing this? And my, my wife's like, yeah, we'll move in two years. And my, my kids are like, what? Then why are we doing this now? I was like, just do it. Just clean. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that's been my week. I did. I, I tried to watch stuff, but I got to the point where I was like, ah, kids are in bed. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so, but you know, and of course there's no pickups because I just, you know, I don't, I've been selling stuff, but I'm holding on to the money, not because I need it or anything, but because I just don't want to frivolous frivolously spend it when I am sitting there and looking at August and I'm like, Oh, there's a hot toys coming available that I need to make payment on. Um, and I kind of want that more than I want anything else that is in stores right now. So that's where I am. And speaking of hot toys, that will bring us to our first topic, uh, or well, first little discussion point is hot toys announced that they will be releasing i want to get it right i'm I'm going to get it right get the name of it right there's two figures two versions of excuse me two figures let me go let me go let me go i'm i'm i didn't think i would have to scroll this much but um it is the Scout Trooper. There is a regular and a deluxe, and it's from the Mandalorian. And the deluxe comes with a speeder bike and a smiling baby Yoda and knapsack. I don't have the prices on hand, but... Have they gone up for pre-order at Sideshow? They are up for pre-order on Sideshow, yes. I'm sorry, I pulled up uh, a a podcast. We would love to get their hosts on to join us for some talk, um, and maybe we will. But uh, <laughs> I pulled up their Facebook group to look at everything. So, but I kind of want to get the deluxe for the Baby Yoda, but then I'm like, I don't – I then I would have to get an IG-11. Because I'm not really caring about the Scout Trooper. I'm more caring about the <laughs> the scene with IG-11 and the Baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> the child. Which I and, feel like they did that on purpose when they made him smile. Oh, yeah. The smiling one because it's like straight from that scene. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, here's another $400 in our pocket because somebody's just going to buy this for this child figure. And I mean the Scout Troopers look great. So Oh, I mean, they do. And they're very, like, OG trilogy, so it's like you could expand the OG trilogy with those guys and then, you know, I have it for also for The Mandalorian, too. Um, but 
Yeah, they're but, good looking figures. I just don't promo, like Star Wars. Well, the promo figures also, also promo shots also have the IG-11 on it on the speeder bike. Yeah, they're doing the reenacting the scene with the toys. Yeah. Which makes you want to buy <laughs> smart, smart marketing. Which kind of comes for a circle since we talked about Taika Waititi and he directed that episode. Oh yeah, and and well, the other thing too is, is the difference between this and like a Return of the Jedi one. A Return of the Jedi one would be more like this one. Look, these look these these figures from the Mandalorian look like they've pieced together their armor. Yeah, it's, it looks like kind of worn out. Yeah, it looks it looks kind of worn out and mismatched. Like it's not fitting the guys. Because if I remember from Return of the Jedi pretty clearly, they're what there's like their their chest piece and their stomach piece were flushed together. There wasn't a lot in between. And with these, there's spots in between. It looks like it's like oh, this is ill-fitting armor at the same time. Yeah. So. I, I I think this is, I mean for Hot Toys business wise this is a great idea because there's going to be a lot of people that buy that four hundred dollar it's four hundred forty five for the deluxe. Well, you know what? Uh, like for those like extreme people, you know they're yeah. gonna they're gonna order two of the deluxe. Right. Since there's the episode had two speeders and two scouts, and then I'm sure they'll just sell the smiling baby Yoda on eBay. Oh yeah, and they'll keep one. Yeah. And they'll sell that smiling baby Yoda for like 150 bucks. Yeah, and someone will buy it. Oh yeah. Um, like I said, I'm getting my child figure with the deluxe Mandalorian, so I'm not. The head sculpt on 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 this one looks a lot better than their life size one that they're releasing. Mm. And it's kind of tempting, but it I'm going to pass because it's going to lead down a lot of – I've contemplating collecting all of the Mandalorian figures, but I don't want all those troopers. Yeah. Because right now we've got – you've got the Inferno Trooper, you've got the Remnant Storm Trooper, and now you've got the Speed 2 Scout Troopers. You've got the Death Trooper. And I've, I'm getting the Death Trooper. And yeah, the I Death feel like the Death Trooper is a must. Right. Especially since like the Rogue One Death Troopers are so expensive. Well, I think I I, I agree with this, uh, the Scavengers, and I, I do agree that the the Inferno Trooper is going to that that's going to be the big figure. Really. From the Mandalorian line, that's going to sell like when when people start reselling it. Oh yeah. I think that's going to be you know, and the IG Eleven is very cheap right now. See, I I want a Cara Dune from that line, which we haven't seen yet, which I'm kind of surprised at. Um, Especially since she's got like not a huge role, but a bigger role in the show. Right, and I I know some some of the stuff they're gonna wait till the till the second season comes out. Yeah, I'm surprised that the, the, that they haven't even they have the IG11, but they haven't. They don't have the out nut. Yeah. Well, again, that might be something that they like. We don't know. I mean, we don't know what. See, there was no toy fair. They weren't at toy fair, and there was no. There's no comic con this year, so we don't know what tomorrow brings for hot toys right now. Yeah. Um, next week they can announce the Val Kilmer Batman, and I'm screwed. Um, they pushed back a lot of the Endgame 
figures. Um, Because I think Endgame Cap has been moved back to March of next year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which I want the Endgame Cap, but I'm not going to go crazy if I don't get it. Yeah. Hopefully there's not enough time between. Because most of your stuff's coming like around October, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I've got the Mandalorian, and I've got I've got six on pre-order. I've got the Mandalorian, the Heavy Mando, and the Deluxe Mando. And then I've got the CW Flash, Miles Morales, and the Death Trooper. Those are the six I have on pre-order. Nice. And then I've got. <laughs> I've got the Super 7 Thundercats line on pre-order, too. Wow, you're going deep. Well, that, I, that, that, that's why I'm getting rid of a lot of 6-inch figures right now. And I'm contemplating getting rid of some stuff I didn't think I would contemplate getting rid of, so... Like what? Oh, the, the Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figures, and then... There's some oh, yeah. figures I'm contemplating getting rid of, but I, I don't know if I'll do it or not. Not not contemplating any of my hot toys. Although I, I'll contemplate Boba Fett here and there every now and then. Well, you know, make sure you let me know before you do that. <laughs> Your Boba Fett hot toy? Yeah. Because I love Boba Fett, and that's the only Star Wars character I'd probably get. Yeah. And this is a, this is a deluxe figure, so... You get, you get, it's basically it's basically Empire and Return of the Jedi Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> the only one I've paid retail. I contemplate it, but it's like I'm like, eh, no, keep it. <laughs> you never know. Like six months from now, you know, it could be go for more. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I think they they've flooded the market with Boba Fett, so. Yeah, Hot Toys and Hasbro. Yeah, both. But, so, I mean, the Scout Trooper, I mean, yeah, this is going to be, I, I have a feeling that this this figure too, especially the deluxe one, is going to get pieced out by a lot of people. What I mean by that is people will buy it and then they'll sell the bike and then they'll sell the Trooper and then they'll sell Baby Yoda as different pieces. They won't sell it as one. Yeah. And not necessarily, well, kind of necessarily for kit bashers, but, you know, you might have somebody out there who's pretty smart and buys the deluxe figure and then buys the regular figure and then says, I'll just look for a speeder bike that somebody's pieced out. Yeah. Which is, which is, I guess, smarter, but... Well, you're not paying almost $900 for two Baby Yodas that you're not going to make your money back on. (laughs) But no, I can see that happening with this figure. Um, Something else, I didn't see these, but you saw them, and you wanted to talk about them, and and they're right up your wheelhouse, is Hot Toys is releasing Wonder Woman 84 cost babies. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I, I'm not gonna get them, but 
Uh, I I like the Cosbabies. I thought you'd think they were pretty cool. Um, they showed the uh, the eagle armor, mm-hmm. Cosbaby, and it's you know vac metal, shiny, gold. Like it's cool. That they're cute. Um, I won't be getting them, but any listeners that you know might be interested, you know, check them out. And, it's still and- hard. For for those of you who don't know what a cos baby is, it's it's like a Funko Pop. Yeah, they're tiny like a Funko Pop, but they're uh, way more high quality. Are they vinyl? They, uh, yeah. Okay. But they're they're higher quality. Better they're, detail they're by, too. Yeah, they're, they're bigger, aren't toys. they? No, I don't think no no they're not bigger. They're maybe the same size, but they're like, oh, there's just so much more detail. They're in good, like nice poses and they're cute. Like almost like they have like precious moment type eyes. If anybody yeah. remembers precious moments. They have pupils in their eyes. Unlike the dots on a Funko pop. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're better made than Funko pops too. I be- I don't, I don't have any cost babies. They are. Cause I had, I've had pocket. Funko Pops, and I have quite a few, a couple of um, Cosbabies, like a Deadpool Cosbaby, Daredevil Cosbaby, Spider-Man, of course, Cosbaby. I even have the 12-inch Cosbabies, which are awesome. I have a cap and um, a... Uh, Don't you have a Thanos? Yeah, I have a little Thanos. He's heavy. You have to hey. use the same with him because his head's so heavy. Take a picture of them and we'll post them on social media so we can show people what they are. Yeah, and then I also have a 12-inch uh, armor Spider-Man Cosby. Yeah, cool. I mean, I'm 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 looking I'm more looking forward to the Hot Toys line for Wonder Woman 84 because they are doing a Golden Eagle armor. Yeah. And I'm hoping I'm hoping they do a regular Wonder Woman because it looks like her colors are a little brighter in this, not as Zack yeah. Snydery. Yeah, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine that it's going to be too different than the comic concept color, right. like the comic color one. Well, it won't have I, the stars on the skirt. That'll be a big difference, and I don't think it'll have the white, because the comic concept has the white on the boots down the front, mm-hmm. and her, it's gold in in the movies. Okay. Um. So. And and she doesn't have the stars on the skirt, like she does okay. the comic concept version. So it'll probably be a brighter, uh, a a brighter version of the Zack Snyder version of the suit. Yeah, I say the is... Zack Snyder, but I, I I look at the Justice uh, Batman BBS and Justice League. She was in that twice. She was in both those movies, and that that's, you know, so. I'm hoping it's on the brighter color side with the movie accuracy. I'm sure it will be. I mean, the the concept version looks fantastic. I'm just where I'm worried about the likeness. Mm. Um, the likeness on the BVS one is closer to Gal Gadot. The one, the, the, the likeness on the, um, justice league version looks like Morena Baccarin who was in Deadpool and Gotham. Um, yeah, and, it does. and Firefly. Yeah. But is it rooted hair on those other ones? It, I'm hoping. That's why I'm hoping they haven't shown a picture of the new one because I'm hoping they do sculpted hair. Mm. 
on the new ones too. That's another thing because we did see that um, I think it was a kit bash where somebody did sculpted hair and a better face. And I'm like, if that's what the new hot toys look like, I'm, I'm, I'm all in, but the, the golden Eagle armor looks fantastic. And I'm hoping it's got a little bit of die cast. So, but they, they, you know, a friend of mine got the uh, McFarlane golden Eagle armor. He says, it's a great figure. He says it's really tall and it's a, it's about a seven inch, but he he says it's got better it's got a better likeness than the Kodos that they released from the Wonder Woman movies. And I trust him. He's a likeness he's a likeness nerd. Um, McFarlane put out. Yeah, the oh. McFarlane the McFarlane Wonder Woman figures are hitting shelves. Oh wow! I didn't even see pictures of those yet. Yeah, they're. I I'll send you one. Um. Because I'll send you one he sent me from his. Okay. I don't quite agree with it. I I I think McFarlane still it looks a little plasticky because I I don't know. I'll just I'll just wait and see on those. I don't think Wonder Woman's are gonna fly off the shelf. Um. So I may I may have to wait on that one. I, I that may be one I can wait a year on and then say, oh okay, I got enough money to get this. Yeah. Um. I, if it has rooted hair, I'm I'm going to I'm not going to pass on it, but I'm going to be very picky about it. Um, because they still have the deluxe Wonder Woman available on Sideshow. Okay. And they do have the comic concept. So if if it's got rooted hair, I might go with one of those two instead of the '84 one. Granted. I'll be missing out on the 84 base, which I think will probably be better than some of the other bases they have. Although the comic concept base looks fantastic. And I've talked way more about wonder woman than I thought I would. Um, (laughs) I'm sure I'll be, I'll be interested to see what hot toys is going to pop release here in a minute. I mean, they don't have any Marvel to release. I don't think. No, everything is like already been no new Marvel stuff. Did they, um, Besides, they announced a Marvel recently. The Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah, the deluxe cap. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Other than that, um, no. I mean, there's no announcements or anything else for any Marvel figures. I'm still waiting for them to do some more Gamer vs. Spider-Man. Yeah, there's a lot they haven't done yet. Because I'm patiently, I'm just praying for that 20.99. Which one, the blue one or the white one? Blue, classic twenty nine. The white one looks pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, it looks good. I'm just such a fan of the classic twenty ninety nine look. Yeah. I although I have contemplated a couple times getting the the advanced suit one, but I I just I pass on it. I'm like, eh. It's I a fun it. figure for me. Yeah, I, I, I bet. Uh, I, 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 I mean, they did release, you did see a look at the Mantis and a Scarlet Witch hot toy in the Captain Marvel promo images. Yeah. But they've what? pushed, they've pushed some of those Endgame figures back so much. I don't even know if it's worth announcing new figures. I mean, they still haven't, have they even released uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp from the Ant-Man no. and the Wasp yet? No, 
They pushed, got pushed back. They keep pushing that figure back. I'm, I'm wondering if Disney's requesting them push them back. Mm. Because they don't want they they want people I I don't know I don't know why Disney would do that but it just I don't know I don't know why the Marvel stuff keeps getting pushed back because none of the I mean none of the Star Wars stuff gets pushed back it gets pushed up yeah I don't know and they're announcing DC they've announced a lot of DC stuff from Birds of Prey and in Arkham. Yeah. Yeah, because they have the Harley Quinn, the the movie and the video game Harley Quinn figures. They have two Harley Quinns from the movie. And then they have the yeah. video game Batman and the video game Harley. And I'm pretty sure we're going to start seeing Hot Toys announcing Wonder Woman stuff. Because Wonder Woman's coming out in August. So we'll see that before we see Black Widow. Because I guarantee you they're going to push Black Widow announcement stuff back till December. Yeah, because that comes out in November. Yeah. I'd be tempted for a Taskmaster. I'd be really seriously tempted. Yeah. I wouldn't mind getting a Black Widow again. Only because I, I loved my Civil my civil War Black Widow. Right. Was such a great figure. Um, I'd be tempted depending on how it looks, but Taskmaster, I'm going to be super tempted on Taskmaster. <laughs> I don't know. Again, with, with Black Widow, they do that rooted hair, and I'm just like, oh, come on. Yeah, it would look better sculpted. I kind of hope they go that way, because they went that way with Captain Marvel from her Moon movie. They went sculpted, and right. they did sculpted for the end game. So maybe they're going to start leaning towards more sculpted hair than uh, rooted. I understand why they do Wonder Woman rooted because her hair is so long. Yeah, but and, her hair, the rooted yeah. hair looks wet all the time though. And she's got like pretty like, she's got volume to her hair. Like, right. And that's what kind of gets lost in the, uh, with the rooted hair because it looks wet. I, I I really I really want a Shazam hot toy. I'm surprised they. I mean, they announced that they were gonna make one, but they never made one. We never got a prototype, I believe. And yeah, I wouldn't I, think, I wouldn't yeah. mind a Witcher one either, from the series. Uh, I'd be surprised if they. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna do Witcher, but. It'd be cool if they did. I know there's money on the table for them. A lot of people love that show. I just want. I I, I wouldn't mind another Henry Cavill. <laughs> but I mean, Marvel Star Wars. I'm sorry. What? Sorry. No, real quick. Uh, now that that'd be kind of cool for a Witcher if they did a deluxe and he comes with the horse, so you can sit him on the horse. That'd be expensive. Pretty cool shit, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> it would be. I'd like to see Hot Toys tackle a horse, but I don't. I don't know if they get the return that they think they would on that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I. I mean, 
I don't know what we're going to see from Eternals with Hot Toys. I don't know what we're going to see. I mean, I don't think we get anything else from Star Wars that's not Mandalorian for a while. Yeah, no. Because I, I don't... think it's all we're getting. I yeah. I don't think I, anybody will complain about that, but... And I think, I think you need to look at... You really need to look at how the six-inch figures are selling to see what Hot Toys is looking at. Those yeah. six-inch figures aren't selling, and then they go to eBay and see these aren't getting the resale values that that some of them are. I don't think they're gonna make. I don't think they're gonna touch them. To be yeah. honest with you, I don't think they'll. Um, at least Star Wars wise, I don't think they'll touch any of the new trilogy anymore. If anything, if it's not Mandalorian, they're gonna go back catalog. Well, I mean, it is the 40th anniversary of Empire. But I haven't seen anything from that. I don't know. I don't know if they think hot. Uh, the market has a sour taste for Star Wars right now. That's not the Mandalorian. So I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, because they never came out. I don't think they ever came out with an Lando Calrissian hot toy. No, they don't. I mean, Sideshow's doing a skiff guard Lando. Yeah, but that sideshow, I hear terrible things about their six. Well, well, the likeness on that thing is 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 you need to leave the mask on him. Oh, that's <laughs> a shame. That's yeah. a shame. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I think new trilogy. You're not gonna see very very. I don't think you're gonna see anything released from the new trilogy. Um. If, if if it's not Mando, they're gonna they're gonna go to the back catalog. They're gonna yeah. go back to OG like figures they haven't done for OG yet. And they haven't really ramped up anything on Disney Plus like Marvel has. See, that's what I wonder if 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 they're gonna start touching on some of the TV shows on Marvel. Um, I mean, they did do. Um, the Netflix Punisher and Daredevil, so it's not odd for them to go to TV. Um, oh no, I mean, I just, I just wonder if they have any plans or anything. Well, it's Marvel, I'm pretty sure so. they'll do a few. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you get like a, a Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think you definitely would see something from them. I think, I think with the Miles Morales from uh, Into the Spider-Verse, you also have to look at possibly them doing some Clone Wars stuff, which they do an Ahsoka Tano. That's going to be the biggest hot toy ever. Yeah, because, well, they could double dip because they can do a young Clone Wars Ahsoka Tano, and then they could do Mandalorian Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Where she's an adult, not a teenager, they could double dip. And then Ahsoka, anything Ahsoka is going to sell like freaking hotcakes. It's, it's pretty weird when the most popular character in your tri- in, in, in your movie franchise isn't even in your movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, we're sorry we're boring you with this Hot Toys talk, but I mean, we, we got to speculate on something because there's not much news. Um, Marvel did re- move release dates. Th- Thor: Love and Thunder moved up a week. No big deal. Uh, Doctor Strange moved back a week, I believe. Um, and 
Sony has announced they don't know when the third Spider-Man is coming out. They because they can't start production on it. They wanted to start production this week or this month, and they can't. So they've pulled it from the slate. So I don't know if Disney's going to start adjusting release dates for that. Um. Yeah, because then they're gonna have to try to figure out when it's gonna tie into everything. I do know we got a name for the Venom sequel. Oh, yeah, I didn't even hear that news. Tell me, let me hear this. Uh, it's Venom, There Will Be Carnage, or Let There Be Carnage, or something like that. Oh, uh, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't go with Maximum Carnage, or something comic storyline with Carnage. Or just call it Venom Lethal Protector. Venom, let there be carnage. Yeah. That is a terrible title. <laughs> and Tom oh. Hardy released a picture of Venom eating Spider-Man, so. Interesting. And then he deleted it, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Fun stuff. I hope that Venom never this this. I don't mind Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock, but I just hope this version of Venom never ties into the MCU. I do too, because it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I want the real Venom story, and that starts with Spider-Man in the black suit first. Yep. I think I what they should do with the end of this movie is he find if he if he gets he gets the black suit. I, 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 you're, you're making a mistake if you don't do Craven's Last Hunt, mm. an adaptation of that for this Spider-Man, because you set it up. You can, you can also set up Daredevil in the, in the, in the, in the series too, in the MCU, because you know if somebody starts suing Peter Parker, because all right, for those of you who haven't seen Spider-Man: Far From Home. The stinger at the end of the movie was J. Jonah Jameson reveals that Peter Parker is Spider-Man to the world. And so the idea would be people start suing Peter Parker for property damage and whatnot. And his lawyer is Matt Murdock. And so would be awesome. You know, you've got Craven hunting him down, wanting to hunt down Spider-Man because, you know, J. Jonah Jameson offers like some kind of bounty for proof that Peter Parker is Spider-Man and Craven comes over and he wants to hunt the big game and all that stuff. And, you know, Craven's a little much for Peter. So Daredevil comes in and helps him out because in the comics, Daredevil and Peter Parker are friends. And I think that would be a good introduction, good way to introduce Charlie Cox's Daredevil into the MCU and I think it would I think it would be a, a a a very different movie than something Marvel has done so far. Mm. Um, I, honestly, it, it it'd be half of my dream come true because I've always dreamt that like it would be so awesome to see Spider-Man, Daredevil, and Punisher team up like in the comics. So if I got Spider-Man and Daredevil, it'd be like half realized, which I'd be happy. Yeah. I don't I don't think they introduced the Punisher. I think they're still trying to figure that out. 
I know they've. I know I've read that they want Burnthal mm. for for Frank. So yeah, I mean, he was such a fan. He was just a fan. He just headed out of the park with fans. Right. So be foolish to recast. And He's I know such they've. A good actor. And I know they've spoken to Charlie Cox. He's had meetings, as has John Krasinski has had meetings with Marvel as well. Mm. So the other the, the rumor I read was that they're trying to get Seth Rogen for the thing. And I'm like, please don't. Oh, no. But no, no, but no. I will say this. The website, I saw that I, I, I saw that headline and I looked at the who published it and where it was from. And I'm like, oh, thank God. This is this is a terrible website. it's 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 a notorious website for false information and just making it's basically a blog that likes to publish their thoughts as news because seth rogan he pretty much plays the same character in every movie and that is not ben grimm that not that personality is not ben grimm and and it didn't work it didn't work in the green hornet i'm sorry it did Uh, not i refuse to see that movie and it's like I said, you can look, you can I continue to refuse to see that movie because it's garbage. The thing is, people like to say, well, Ben Affleck got to redeem himself in a superhero movie. Well, the thing about that Daredevil movie, the problem wasn't Ben Affleck. No. That wasn't the problem with that Daredevil movie. Chris Evans got to redeem himself in Fantastic Four. The problem with that Fantastic or with Captain America from Fantastic Four. The problem with that Fantastic Four movie wasn't Chris Evans. No, I thought he was actually... I actually he was the best part of that movie. Yeah. The second best part was... Well, no, the best part of that movie was Jessica Alba in the, in the bodysuit. But yeah. the second best part was Chris Evans. Um, You know, Michael B. Jordan got to redeem himself from a crappy Fantastic Four movie. But when you go back and look at that Fantastic Four movie... He wasn't the problem with the movie. Yeah. The theme here is these people get the chance to redeem themselves in these movies because they're not the problem in the movie. Yeah. Seth Rogen in the Green Hornet, he was a problem in the movie. Yeah, it's like a total miscast. Right. I don't I'm not a fan of Seth Rogen, can you tell? But <laughs> No, neither am I. Um you know, Ben Affleck got to play Batman because he wasn't he and, and that's the thing. Ben Affleck should be able to play like in about 10, 15 years, I would be okay with DC saying, Hey, we're gonna do a Kingdom Come movie and we're casting Ben Affleck as Batman again. And I'm like, cool. He wasn't the problem with the Zack Snyder movies. No. That I mean, and that's that's something else I'll say is like Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill weren't the problems with the with with the Zack Snyder movies. Jason Momoa, I can take him or leave him, but he wasn't the problem with those movies. And and to, in all fairness to Ray Fisher and Ezra Miller, they weren't the problems either. But Ezra Miller was definitely miscast, and Ray Fisher seemed to be in over his head. Um, as Cyborg, which I never liked Cyborg in the Justice League. I will fight you. On that till I'm blue in the face. Yeah, that's a new that was, 52 thing. That was one of the he's worst. He's always been a titan. Right, he's a titan. He's a teen titan. All through and through. He's not a Justice League member. You think the just... 
and we're getting on a comics rant here. You think the Justice League is going to put Cyborg in the Justice League over Dick Grayson? You've lost your mind. <laughs> but but because Mr. Jeff Johns is buddy-buddy with Zack Snyder, and Zack Snyder doesn't have a real history of comics outside of the dark, probably the Frank Miller books, the Dark Knight books, Frank Miller Dark Knight books, and whatever Jeff Johns gave him to read. That's how he decided on his Justice League lineup, and that was a terrible lineup. Give me the Martian Manhunter in the Justice League. Yeah. Like, whenever you say, whenever somebody comes up to me and says, hey, who would win in a fight between the Avengers and the Justice League? I say, my first question to him is, is the Martian Manhunter involved? Then it's over. (laughs) Yeah. Because all he has to, I mean, he may be overpowered, but, and, and, and the reason, the reason there's a fight between these two is because Martian Manhunter won't wipe the minds of his opponents. But if he decided to, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little soapbox. I haven't gone on one of those in a while. I just felt like doing it. Yeah. Yeah, No problem. It's always fun to listen to you rant. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Seth Rogen has been grim. No, fuck him. I'll be pissed. I'll, I'll boycott that damn movie. <laughs> I trust Kevin Feige more t- to not do that. That is that Seth Rogen as Ben Grimm is a straight up DC move. That's Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. That's how yeah. bad the move is. Yeah. Honestly, I... give it to John Cena. God damn it. Just, <laughs> just give it to him. Yeah, like I would love to see the crossover movie with the Fantastic Four and the Guardians of the Galaxy, where John Cena and Dave Bautista have to act together like they like each other. <laughs> Not that they don't like each other in real life, but they've always been on screen as opponents. Yeah, that's something I I I and you get me on another soapbox. Something I've always wanted to see is Cena, Bautista, and The Rock in a movie together. I want to see it. Hmm. Who could the rock be in, in the Marvel? If those two teams were to meet up and then you'd put in the rock, what character would he be? Yeah. Nah, he'd be too, way too jacked as a silver surfer. Yeah. He's, I mean, he could do the voice, but you don't, you don't have for his voice. Who? Uh, I mean, I uh, guess you could do Century. Oh, he could be Century. Or. But what about. Uh, we got the mutants and the X Men stuff back. What about Gladiator? He could be Beast. I can see him doing a pretty good Beast. Hmm. Physically, he. I mean, that, that was always. I mean, you know, Hank McCoy was huge. And there's not many human beings the size of the rock. Mm. So that'd be interesting casting. But think about him as gladiator with a giant mohawk and a cape. Yeah, I, I just think of somebody though putting the rock in a movie is somebody, you know, it's not the thing with gladiator is he's a one off. 
you know, you don't, you're not going to see him in many more Marvel movies. And if you do, his role is going to be so small. You're like, why did we cast the rock as this guy? You know, cause I think, I think they thought that with Gemma Chan, which is why she's got, ca- why she got casted in, um, I just completely butchered that sentence, but why Gemma Chan is in um, Eternals because now they've given her a bigger character instead of a, something somebody they created to be a minor character. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think if you cast, you know, I can see them doing that with a John, John Cena as Gladiator, and then The Rock as Ben Grimm. You know, I could see that happening. I think either or would work. Right. And 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 there's and you could cast John Cena as, as Beast too. But I don't know how involved you get Beast in the MCU. I mean, you could eventually put him in the Avengers. Cuz classic, he was he was not cla- he, in the 80s and 90s, he was in the Avengers. Yeah. Um before anybody else in the X-Men was considered. Yeah, way but, before Wolverine. Wolverine didn't get into the uh, Avengers till like, what, like early 2000s? Right. And Spider-Man was, like, the late it's, 90s, I believe? No, early 2000s. Was it? Same, okay. Around the same time as Wolverine. He was, like, he got on the team in the early 90s, like, as, like, a backup like you know, he sat the bench. Like he was like they called him in if they needed him. He wasn't like a right. full fledged member. He wasn't the A squad. I mean, like I I would see Cena in a smaller role if you're gonna if you're if you if you've got both phone numbers mm-hmm. for The Rock and Cena because The Rock you want as a bigger a bigger role. And I think Ben Grimm's going to be a bigger role in the MCU than say a Beast. Mm. Plus you have. Krasinski and Blunt, who have well, Krasinski hasn't been in a movie with The Rock yet, but Blunt will be in Jungle Cruise with him, and I think they share. They, I mean, they were The Rock was sharing photos with Krasinski on Instagram that they were hanging out. So I don't know if Krasinski shares an agent with The Rock. But I know Ken, Henry Cavill shares an agent with The Rock. <laughs> I like either or. If either or played Ben Grimm, <laughs> I'd be happy with that because they can play toughness. Obviously, they can play tough. Yeah. But they also have a charming, like, soft side to them both that like, right. Ben Grimm would have. Um, and you get somebody like Zac Efron in the role of Johnny Storm. And they had good, I, I mean, the movie's not great. But they had good chemistry together, comedic chemistry together. Right. Oh, uh, for Baywatch, uh, Zac Efron would definitely be a great. Would be a great Johnny Storm. Right. And and that's the thing is though, who have you seen a movie where The Rock hasn't had good chemistry with anybody? Mm. Recently. No, not recently. I mean, but then again, uh, they don't like each other outside of work but they still kind of had chemistry was Vin Diesel and The Rock right but in the movie they're fine but like I know they don't like each other in real life but that could also be a PR stunt who knows right I mean 
I wouldn't I wouldn't put The Rock and Tyrese in a movie, but why are you putting Tyrese in the MCU? <laughs> Did you just make that up, or is that the truth? No, they don't like you. Tyrese doesn't like The Rock. Oh. They, don't, they don't like each other either. Tyrese is on Team Team Diesel. Go back to singing. Yeah. <laughs> go, go back to not being in movies. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, like you look at you look at you look at a lot of the movies that Dwayne has done, and you know, Jumanji. You know he has chemistry with Kevin Hart. He had pretty good chemistry with Karen Gillian and Jack Black. Um. Crap, I'm trying to think of the movies. I, I, I didn't see Skyscraper, so I, I'm not sure about the chemistry between him and Nev Campbell. Although I don't don't know if I can buy The Rock marrying Nev Campbell. Um, then we had, you know, you had Hobbs and Shaw. Him and Jason Statham were great on screen together. You mentioned Baywatch, and he had, he has, The Rock has very good chemistry with his co-stars. And I think that would go a long way in the MCU. I the thing I worry about the MCU though is Dwayne likes a lot of control over what he does in his movies. Um, so I think that would be I don't know if he would give up a lot of control with Feige and knowing what the MCU does. Yeah. But that would be interesting to see. Yeah, that's why I don't know, like, if it would work with him with Ben Grimm. Um, where I think Cena, Cena hasn't really had that, like, star, like, one of the main stars of a movie, like, role yet. Where, like, I mean, he's going to be featured significantly he, you know, he, if he were the thing. The thing is with Cena, Cena's in the same place as David. Um, but... Cena hasn't had that MCU role to break him out. What he's done so far with Bumblebee, and he even did it with Playing with Fire. He's like, here, I'm a comedian. I can do comedy. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Um, yeah. And I mean, he did it in, you know, he just in these small roles. Batista did those small roles in like, what was the Man with the Golden or like that movie the RZA made, that Kung Fu movie, and he did it in a, in, but. And then MC, he hits the MCU. Now he gets Blade Runner. Now he gets Dune. Now he's getting these movies like Stuber and and My Spy. Whereas Cena, Cena's done his My Spy, where he gets to work with the kids. He did that in Playing with Fire. He did his Bumblebee. You know, oh wow, he's you know, and, and I think Cena, I think Cena needs Fast and the Furious Nine more than I think anybody in that movie does. He needs to be the best part of that movie. If Cena's not the best part of that movie, then he needs a Ben Grimm type role. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think I, and I wonder, you know, with John Krasinski and Emily Blunt likely to be cast as Reed and Sue, I don't know if they give, the role of Ben Grimm to a a star like the rock or Dwayne, whatever you want to call him. And I think we see somebody like a Logan at a Logan Lerman level as a Johnny storm, not Zac Efron. 
See, I like Logan Lerman. I, don't know I do too. I don't like him as Johnny Storm, but I like him. I don't really see him as Johnny Storm, though. Well, yeah. I mean, but you you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like the way Kevin, Right. The way Feige will look at it is like Krasinski and Blunt are known. Let's get two people in here who need these roles more than these roles need them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because uh, Feige understands his characters, and he understands that these characters can make stars. Whereas DC doesn't understand that. DC's like, I need a star to make this character. Yeah. Which is, like, incre- which is crazy. Right. Because the first superhero, successful superhero movie, or classic, or really first superhero movie, Superman. Yeah. They went for unknown. And that made him a star. Right. And that, like, I, I, and that's why, that that's why in a way I applaud Zack Snyder. I will be very critical of his storytelling and his filmmaking, but I will applaud Zack Snyder. He realized that. And he realized Henry Cavill's not a big star, but Superman can make him a big star. Yeah. Gal Gadot's not a big star, but Wonder Woman can make her a big star. Jason Momoa is a known actor, but Aquaman can make him a big star. The problem was Ben Affleck was cast as Batman 15 years too late. Mm. Um, and that's the thing that they keep doing with Batman is they're like, Oh, we've got Christian Bale as Batman. He's a, you know, they were, you know, Michael Keaton, big star, Mr. Mom, Beetlejuice, Batman, you know, then you get Val Kilmer, the saint top gun, Batman, George Clooney, ER, all the other movies he did, Roseanne. Batman, Christian Bale, American Psycho, Batman. You know, they, they've cast people who have made their names elsewhere and are pretty decent. Ben Affleck, Oscar-winning director, Oscar-winning writer, Armageddon, Reindeer Games, Batman. <laughs> Even though Reindeer Games was awful. But... Uh, I haven't seen that movie since it came out. I know. I, I, just, I was right. saying that for a laugh. But that's – and, and I think that's the thing with Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson may be a fantastic actor. I've I've only seen him in the Harry, the Harry Potter movie he was in. I'll be honest with you. I've seen that. I've seen Remember Me, which he's pretty good in. Uh, I was forced to see a couple of the Twilights with an ex-girlfriend. And he uh, was so wooden in that, but I don't blame him. I blame the director. But if he didn't have those Twilight movies, he would be known as an art house actor, and this would be a role to catapult his career. But he's already had that role that made him a megastar, and now he's being cast as Batman. Yeah. My thing is, with Batman, you need to go with an army hammer. You know, like Rob said, Army Hammer has is almost a star. Yeah. You know, he's had he you know, you he had a memorable role in the social network where he played twins. He bombed in the in in the Lone Ranger. And and then he's had some of these other movies that are under the radar. And so he's a guy that would be catapulted to another star level. 
as Batman. Robert Pat Bat being Batman is not going to do anything for Robert Pattinson's that he doesn't already have. Except maybe get him hate if he doesn't do a good job. You know. Yeah. But for all we know, it's not he he might do a great job and it might just be a shitty story. Right. And and and, and that and that happens in these movies. That happens a lot. I go back to what we were talking about earlier with Chris Evans. Chris Evans wasn't the problem with that Fantastic Four movie. Michael no. B. Jordan wasn't the problem with that Fantastic Four movie. Ben Affleck was not the problem with that Daredevil movie. It was everything else surrounding them. It was Colin Farrell as bullseye. Is like, what are we doing with this? You know, it's... It's Julian McMahon as Dr. Doom. I was like, why you got the guy from Nip Tuck doing this? Um, it was Tim's story and the entire idea behind the second Fantastic Four that killed that movie. You know, I'm not a fan of Miles Teller or either of the So stop putting them in movies. <laughs> Tim's story. Tim's story did the first Fantastic Four movies. That is incorrect. He did not do the second grouping with Miles Teller. That was what was his name? Oh. Oh, I can't remember. I'll look it up. What are you making? Are you on the mic? What are you doing? Huh? Sorry. <laughs> um. I spaced out. ADD kicked in for a second there. I'm sorry. No, you're right. Um, it was Josh Trank, not Tim Story. I apologize. Yeah, Josh, Josh Trank. Um, which I like that movie, even though that is movie that made him famous. Chronicle. I actually kind of like that movie, but mm. um, I don't like Dane DeHaan. He's a poor man's Leo. He's actually good in the place behind the pines. Um, I don't think he's a star, but um, I mean, he plays the same kind of character, angry teenager. Um, now Ben Affleck definitely wasn't the problem with Daredevil, but then again, I heard the director's cut of Daredevil is actually a lot better than what you got. Um, but maybe uh, I don't know. But then again, looking at that suit, it was awful. That suit was terrible. Uh, and Jennifer Garner as Electra. No. Yeah. Uh, That's when they were still doing like wire foo stuff. Like. <laughs> yeah, they were still trying to make the remake the Matrix with everything. Yeah. Um, and, the, and then she got her own movie, and it's like, why? Oh God, that was terrible! What a waste! Of, what a waste of General Zod. Oh, Michael Shannon was in that movie. No, no, the original. Oh, Terrence General Stamp. Zod. Terrence Stamp, yeah. Oh. You know the irony of Terrence Stamp playing General Zod was years later on Smallville he was Jor El. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's funny. Yeah, he's the voice of Jor El. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't agree. I don't disagree with anything he said, really. I'm at the point with these movies with, you know, I've seen what the MCU has done for a Chris Evans and a, and a Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you look at a character like Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, and it's like they're a different type of character than 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 some of the Marvel characters. You know, if if you're creating like if you're saying the top four characters that people know off, you know, your target audience: Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Spider Man, the Hulk. For my whole life, those have been the top five characters. Now, that list has changed since the advent of the MCU. But for people like my parents in their – you know, the the people you're trying to get on a Tuesday afternoon for those $5 matinees, you know, you want to make somebody – Chris Pratt was a w- would have been a great sitcom actor. He was doing yeah. fantastic on Parks and Recreation. He was an award-winning actor on F- Parks and Recreation. He's a funny guy. He was pretty decent in Moneyball, from what I saw. And he was all oh, right. Yeah, he, was good he was good in Zero Dark Thirty. But Star-Lord put him into another tax bracket, I would say, with, with, with movies. And it did the same for Chadwick Boseman with Black Panther. I wish yeah. DC saw that and was doing that and trying to do that, but they're not. They're trying to to select. They kind of have the uh, the old attitude towards movies where like you have to have a star to pull people in. Right. When Warner Brothers they, is still stuck in that mindset. Yeah, where um, it's the character that's bringing people in. Right. Is, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, Chris Evans was great as Captain America, but we didn't see it because it was Chris Evans playing Captain America. It was because it was Captain America, and then you fell in love with Chris Evans playing Captain America, so well, now he will forever be Captain America. Well, even going back, we we didn't go see The Amazing Spider-Man because of Andrew Garfield. No, we went and saw The Amazing Spider-Man because it was a reta- retelling of Spider-Man. And Andrew Garfield looked like, you know, from the trailers, looked like a better Peter, a closer proximity to what we what spider-man fans wanted as peter parker and the same thing with tom holland it's like we're not going to see these spider-man movies for tom holland now 12 year old girls might be going to see these spider-man movies for tom holland but we're going but but your target audience the 18 to 25 year old Market is going to see it for Spider-Man because they're a fan of Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, a Doctor Strange, yes, you use an actor like Benedict Cumberbatch, who has a name that will draw people in to see this movie of a character you're not sure is going to do very well in a movie. You know, you use a Paul Rudd, who people know, and will draw people to an Ant-Man movie. But even then, I mean, some people... Not everyone knows who Paul Rudd is. Right. But his audience, he does have a bigger audience than, say, a Chris Hemsworth or a 
even at the time when he was Iron first cast as Iron Man than Robert Downey Jr. had. I mean, don't yeah. don't don't I, I say this to a lot of people and it may not be your favorite comedy, but it is a very popular comedy. Don't sleep on friends. Mm. Paul Rudd built a name a second I mean he was already a decent actor and a decent star had a good star power but friends was one of those shows that kicked him up a notch in the public conscience oh. and it's like and I've said to my wife it's like you know you figure out you see these actors and actresses on these TV shows and you're like you you always wonder why don't they translate into movies like Jim Parsons who played Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory yeah He's not going to translate into movies as a star to drive people to the theater to see his movies. Because no, he, he's I've seen him in movies and he, he's exactly where he should be. A secondary character like he like he was in that movie about the um, women to help with the uh, Apollo mission. Right. He played a NASA, NASA guy. Perfect for him. A small right. role. He's playing a smart prick. Right, because he's not going to draw people to a theater because people see him as Sheldon. Yeah. That was that was and and Jennifer Aniston's the only one from that cast that has gotten past the Friends character. Because you see Lisa well, Lisa Kudrow also got past that because she did smart roles. She didn't yeah. go out there and say I'm going to be a big star. No, she went and played Billy. She was in. One of the Billy, the Billy Crystal, Robert De Niro psychiatrist movies. I think she was uh, Billy yeah. Crystal's wife. Analyze yeah, this and yeah. analyze that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then she did Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, and she's done since then bit parts that keep she she's still they're still cashing checks from friends. Oh, yeah, they're not hurting. I mean, but Chris Pratt was able to say, okay. I'm very good at Andy Dwyer, but look at all this other stuff I've done. And he, his roles outside of Andy Dwyer on Parks and Rec were so different in Moneyball and Zero Dark Thirty. And he was even on – I think he was on Gossip Girls, no, or Everwood or some some CW show before he was on Parks and Rec. Yeah, but, yeah, he was. But his roles were so different from what he was doing on TV, it worked. And, yeah, and that's what happened person. with Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd was, you know, he did uh, all these other movies before he got on Friends. And it's like, oh, look, cool. This guy from that thing I saw is on this. And then Paul Rudd kind of blew up as a supporting comedy guy. You know, he, he, he made his name in Clueless, I think. I think he made his name in Clueless on a Friday. I think was it was it a Friday the 13th movie or was it a Halloween movie? I think it was Halloween, but he made his name there, got him on friends. And then he, he, he kept doing the funny roles like I love you, man, or, and stuff like that. And then you didn't really see him like the clueless and friends. You didn't really see him until 40 year old virgin. And then that movie, yeah. And anchorman, I think those kicked him in the stratosphere of like fandom, like people like, you know what I mean? And then he he got a character in Scott Lang Ant Man, who you could play with more. Yeah. You know you can't play with Lex Luthor. 
people have a set people have 80 years of history with Lex Luthor and they want Lex Luthor a certain way. You can't play with him with Jesse Eisenberg. You can't do all that stuff that he did with Lex Luthor. You can't give him hair, you can't make him young. You can't do all this stuff because people have a set mindset of Lex Luthor and what yeah. Max Snyder tried to do did not work. I think the only person that could play Lex Luthor young is Michael Rosenbaum. He was the perfect Lex Luthor, he young perfect. Lex Luthor. Many of you won't agree with that, but that's what we think. And this is our podcast. And if you don't like it. Yeah. I mean, turn it wanted, off. Yeah, right. I mean, he could have came back as Lex. If you're one of the skinny Lex Luthor, you could have gotten Rosenbaum again. Like, right. And uh, honestly, fans so want to see him as Lex in a movie, just like they want to see Tom Welling in a movie as Superman. Like, that would have that that movies would have made um, a lot of money. Probably, they probably would have done better than people thought they would. But I don't want John Cryer as Lex Luthor. I don't want Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. That was so terrible. And then you've got on the after show of Crisis on Infinite Earths, I watched five minutes of it, and as soon as Kevin Smith sat there and said said to John Cryer, you play Lex Luthor the way he was meant to be played and the way he is in the comics, I was like, nope, turned off. John, I, I don't know. I didn't watch Supergirl, but I've seen some scenes of him as Lex Luthor, and I'm like, mm, no. No. I would have rather Charlie Sheen from that show play Lex Luthor. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We've talked a lot. We're getting, we're pushing, we're pushing a long episode here again. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I keep going back to Seth Rogen as Ben Grimm, and I just I cringe. I get yeah. I'm like, and if I think about it too long, I'll mm-hmm. wind up punching something. But like, I, I, but in in all honesty, that website is wrong. 99.9% of the time. Oh, let's pray so. that it is. It, it keeps its up its average. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I, anything else you want to bring up and discuss that I may have forgotten? No. The only other thing that I noticed that dropped was um, there's May Effects Age of Apocalypse Magneto toy that that's up for pre-order. Which looks like classic Magneto, but Age of Apocalypse, he had long hair. So it's like he's got these two braids. Like, I don't like the figure because it looks like he's got two ponytails underneath the helmet. And it's like, uh, I don't but, like the effects. Uh, I like the Spider-Man. I haven't had a problem with right. that. That's the only Mayfex I have. And For, for those of you who don't know, Mayfex is a higher-end 6-inch, not 1-6 scale, but one twelfth scale figure company out of Japan that it's hit or miss for them sometimes. Yeah. Um, with their, with their Spider-Man, it was definitely a big, big hit. Um, it definitely is one of the best Spider-Man figures ever made. Um, I am excited to see what, how the suit, the Batman, the hush Batman and right. Superman turn out, but this Magneto, it's not like my preferred look of Magneto. The Cyclops and Wolverine look cool. Um, but 
I'm just my thing with Age of Apocalypse right now is you're trying to release all the Marvel Legends are releasing a bunch of figures for it. It's like, man, this is this this series is kind of dated. Oh, it's so 90s. Yeah. And that's that's when like I don't know if I want to say jump the shark, but that's like when I was kind of like getting out of like early 90s, like when I I didn't like that story. It's a good story, but you look at the I art like and you look at the character design. It's it's really dated. Oh, it's nineties. Yeah. It's so nineties. Um. It, it, I mean, it's not a bad story. It's just not. I wouldn't mind thinking, a reboot if somebody were to do a modern version of it. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. Maybe too. I was like, I was like, that was also around the same time that like Spider-Man had clones, so like. <laughs> I was kind of getting out of comics at that time. Yeah. Um, it's just too much. To, it, it was at the time too much to keep up with at the same time. Yeah, because X-Men at that time had like four different titles. Right. And then Spider-Man had like spectac- amazing, spectacular web of jo- av- like adjectiveless. And, and it was like. Well, they were also launching new X-Men titles with, with that Age of Apocalypse series, too. And it was just like, dude, this is too much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I like right. a good crossover. I like a good, you know, good storyline that brings everybody together. But, man, it was brutal. Yeah. I, and I think, too, is like I didn't really like the character designs from that. Like, I understand what they're trying to do, but, like, I didn't really like the character designs. I liked, I mean, I didn't mind the Wolverine character design, but at the same time, it's just, like, um, it's dated. Like, well, and all the, ever since then, they've, you know, he loses his hand and he's got a stump for a hand, but how many times have he, has he lost a limb that he's regrown since then? Yeah, and I think the whole story, though, with that is um, he put that on there so it wouldn't grow back as a reminder of, like, a failure. That's but stupid. Then, yeah, but then in a later issue, he realizes that his hand's been growing the whole time and, like, claws pop out of it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it, it's just... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't... I, Who wrote I, I, that? Was that a Claremont... No, I don't think that was Claremont. That wasn't a Claremont brainchild. No, I don't think so. Um, I just know that there's a, a whole wave of Marvel Legends I won't be buying. Yeah. I'll save some money there. Like, um, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, but we'll see. We, we've riffed about a lot tonight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I wonder if anybody will, if anybody, any listeners have any, uh, you know, what are their opinions about Seth Rogen as the thing? Who would they see as the thing? Well, I, again, I'm going to reiterate that the website I saw that on is tr- trash and garbage, and they don't really report accurate stuff. I thought it was interesting to spark a discussion, so that's why I brought it up. It definitely well, sparked a discussion. 
Yeah, it did. And it sparked a nice discussion that I think we carried through that helped carry this episode. So I don't want you guys going out saying, hey, you guys said Seth Rogen was going to play the thing in the movie. They haven't cast anybody in these movies. They're speaking to John Krasinski. That's it. We don't even know if they're speaking to him about about Fantastic Four. They could be coming up with an Adam Warlock movie and they're saying, hey, you want to be Adam Warlock? (laughs) Which would be weird. But yeah. or he Which could, I, you know what? He could be directing Blade. So he'd be like, "You did such a good job on a Quiet Place. We want to do a Blade movie, very similar to that, because it's Marvel and they're who knows what what Kevin Feige's wanting to do." Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean that 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 honestly could be why he's meeting with them because they want him to direct something coming up that they have in the pipeline and not even star in anything. And even though, you know what, these rumors might not even be true because he was on his little YouTube show that he's been doing lately. He said he'd probably never play a superhero. Now, he could be just being himself and th- goofing off, but take that for what it what it is. <laughs> and then, my wife was watching that. He said that and I was like, huh. And then I go to Twitter and I was like, John Krasinski's meeting with Marvel. I was like, well. <laughs> he could just be saying that to throw people off. And and I and I, I honestly, Marvel, DC, they'd be stupid not to talk to him. Both of them. Yeah. Even even just for a director project. Oh, it's a director project. Yeah, either or. But for MCU, I, I think people have... The fans have put him in as Reed in their minds, and I feel like it would be foolish for Marvel well, not to listen to the fans at this point. Here's the thing. If that cast ends up being Blunt, Krasinski, Efron, and Cena, all four of them need to throw at least 10% of their earnings from that movie to Boss Logic, because he's the first one I saw with that casting. Oh, is he? I don't know. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see it. He did fan art like right after the uh, I think I, I don't know when it was done. It was it was done when there was rumors that uh, Disney was going to buy Mar- by Fox, which meant the Fantastic Four would come home. Oh. And he did a mock up of Krasinski Blunt. It was after A Quiet Place came out because it, it it had uh, it took pro- promo art with Krasinski's beard. And yeah, he Reed Richards has a beard now in the comics. Yeah, and he did a mock-up. He did his thing with the the four of them as those characters, and he was the first one I saw do that. And I'm like, so I said, if they cast him, they need to throw him a bone. Yeah, right. Or let him do the movie poster. Well, he did. He did a. Uh, uh, he did an ad. I did. I bought my uh, Endgame tickets off Adam. Mm-hmm. That ticket website. And when you bought your, and I did it because they gave you a Boss Logic poster. That's cool. End game, and he did, he did the 4K Steelbook, I believe, for Spider-Man: Homecoming or Far From Home. Oh, did he? I gotta look into. Because it's got, it's got, it, it's got the two halves of the face. It's got the, uh, the regular Spider-Man on one side, and then it's got the uh, Night Monkey suit on the other. Oh, I gotta look at. I gotta go look at that. That's cool. I think it's. I think it's the 4K disc cover. He did that, and 
I think he's doing something. He's he's been working with Marvel, so if if they cast those four in that movie, he has to do the movie poster. Yeah, I think it's only right. Yeah. And all the marketing he he's done he does a fantastic job. He did a um the wrestler Roman Reigns, who's the Rock's cousin. Mm. He did a Roman Reigns mock up as Lobo, and I was like yeah, I, I I see that. I can see that. <laughs> huh. It was it was it was yeah. I was like, yep, that 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 looks good. And and yeah. he he recently did a. I mean, obviously he's boss logic's blown up since he started, but he did he recently did a promo picture at, for The Rock as Black Adam, and The Rock took it and said. Give you know, give me your you know, took his information and all that, and I guess they bought the image off of him, and they've been the Rock was using it to promote Black Adam filming that he was what he was doing and all that stuff. Hmm. He said, "My people are calling your what's your people's number? Because my people are calling you." <laughs> Good for him. He deserves it. Yeah. So. Build your, you can build a career on the internet, people. Don't let people tell you otherwise. If you're talented enough and you're good enough, you can build a career on the internet and people will like you. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, because a lot of it's, what, it's all Instagram. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it this way, it's, you know, it's probably helped a lot of artists. Is like Instagram is just an online portfolio, really. Yeah. Showing your work. So you get enough attention, the right people see it, you know, or you, you hashtag or at the right person you know you yeah open up and a new door you do the right thing you do the right thing it's going that resonates with a lot of people it's going to get you attention and so yeah i think it's if, well if, deserved if you guys are doing keep doing it yeah, it's definitely well deserved he's such a talented artist well i i think that that's what, keep doing what you're doing if you're good at it <laughs> You know, if you're good at it and you're talented at it, you're going to get noticed eventually. Something's going to hit. And that guy, that 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 artist I showed you, I can't remember his name. And it's bad of me to to do that. Who did those Batman the Animated Series? Oh yeah, those are phenomenal. Yeah, I want him to start blowing up and start. I wouldn't mind seeing a movie with his designs in it. Yeah, because, I mean, you can see that they're inspired by the animated series, but they have, like, such a realism to them. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, those were awesome. Like, if, awesome. if they were to, say, do a CGI movie for Batman with that, with his stuff, because it would yeah. have a taste, it would have a taste of the animated series, which everybody loves. Yeah. But it would be a different, it would be a more realistic look. Oh, for sure. But yeah, no, he's yeah, that was great. That was that art, yeah, that you showed me. I was blown away. <laughs> On that note, I think I'm gonna, I think we need to wrap this bad boy up because I'm starting to get tired. It's it's pretty late here on <laughs> when we're recording, so not absurdly late, but I do need my beauty sleep. If anybody's really physically seen me, you understand. Um, you're ruggedly handsome. 
<laughs> rugged is for sure. But uh, we we want to thank you all for listening. The numbers have gone up. If you're new and this is your first time listening to us, thank you. If you're if this is your fiftieth time listening to this single episode and all of us, thank you. We thank you all for listening. Everybody who downloads this episode, like I said, we've got some fantastic stuff coming in for you guys that you guys are going to love. We've got some more guests lined up that we're bringing in. Um, we're going to review some of the movies that you guys love or that people love to talk about. And we loved growing up and watched teenagers and kids. We're bringing in some guests. Again, I already said that, but we want to thank you guys for listening. And you can find us on the Twitter and the Instagram at Nerdicons Pod. Find us on your favorite podcast platform. Rate, review, subscribe. We say this all the time. We want to thank again our guests from the last few weeks, Rob and Damien, who have come on and just we've had so much fun with those two guys on these episodes. And and Seth and Gil will be back. We'll we'll get them back on the episode. And we're even thinking about bringing a Lil back from the from the from the geeks, but. We've got some more guests lined up that you guys are going to love. And you guys, thank you for listening again. And Carl, take us home. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, you can find us at Nerdicons Pod on Instagram. You can also find me and my friend's toy photography, our, our, our toy photography page on Instagram as Anonymous Plastic Addicts. Uh, shout out to the Geek Out Show, Seth and Gil. Shout out to my buddy, Me Gimme Gimme, on Instagram, whose daughter is just turned six. So, happy birthday, Ioto. Happy birthday. Uh, no, not six, five. She just turned five, so happy birthday, Ioto. Fifth birthday, big time. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's it. That's all my shout outs. So, <laughs> remember, guys, to keep your detox dust free, your figures posed dynamically, and your comments bad boarded. Till next time. Wash your damn hands. Later.